Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. Okay, so if you listened to last week's episode with Courtney Beck, at the very, very end, I said, oh my gosh, well, I found you because of my magical, our magical friend, Ashley Mondor. And then I like nonchalantly is like, she was my daughter in a past life. And, um, and she was, and she is here now with us right now, because I've wanted to have her on the podcast several times, but it feels so fitting that of course, Courtney was last week and I have discovered her through you. I know we both have had incredible experiences through her, but Ashley, Hello. And I like the, the depth of how this conversation is going to go. Um, it like makes my body vibrate and in excitement and anticipation because there's so much that I want people to understand what is possible. And like the the relationships that are happening that we don't even know that are happening. So on that note, hello, Ashley, welcome. How are you? Oh, Vaughn, I'm so, so good. Every time I'm in your presence, I feel light. And when you invited me on, I screamed. And when you shouted me out on your podcast, I screamed. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, so much magic is happening because look at, look at what our connections can do, you know, like, oh, I just love it. I love it so much. I love being on the planet with you. I'm so happy that we found each other. Oh, it's been such a journey. It has been. All right. So I'm going to start explaining our relationship. So this was about three years ago in 2020, I was offering a free virtual breath work. Like I was giving away a seat or something. And, um, and so I was like, so tag a friend, whatever, let's, you know, let's get this thing filled up. And somebody I know tagged you as, you know, to put you in the drawing. And I saw your name and I was like, Oh, Ashley Mundor. And I clicked on your link. And the minute I saw your face, I literally put my hands on my chest and I was like, oh, 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 oh my gosh. Like I, I, I know her and I had never met you before, but just your name alone. And then seeing your face in that moment, I was like, I felt something in my body that I had never felt before when I saw another person and you're, you know, how old are you? 30. Three. 33. Okay. Love 30. 33 was like one of my favorite years. Side note. <laughs> um, so you're obviously a good bit younger than me, but I was just like, you are, are mine. Like I, I, I know you, our souls are connected. And even though you didn't win the drawing, you won the drawing. I was like, well, Ashley won the drawing and she's going to be in that virtual class. And so you came into that virtual 
breathwork healing class. And then what was your experience like? Because I, I, I didn't start stalking you just yet where I was like, hey, Ashley, uh, I think maybe I was your mom in a past life. Like, but what were you thinking and feeling during all of this transition transmission? Oh my God. My favorite thing. Uh, one of my core beliefs is that I am the luckiest person alive. Like I'm the luckiest woman alive. And so I tend to win things and, (laughs) and like have really magical things happen because I believe that luck. And so my best friend, Melissa tagged me in it. And I was like, Oh, I, I've never done breath work. And she was like, you're going to love it. And I was like, I'm genuinely afraid of doing this, but you created such a safe place. And when I saw you, I looked through your pictures and I was like, why does she feel so familiar to me? And I thought maybe we had crossed paths in like the digital realm, right? Because of who we're connected to, but I had never met you. So then getting on to the breathwork session, you created such a safe space and you're like, some of these things could happen. You could cry, you could scream, your body could tense up. And then you said, and breathwork is work. So just soften into it, relax into it. And then we started and I'm like, oh, oh my God, there's trauma here that I didn't even realize I hadn't processed. And my hands became craw, craw, craw. Yeah, the lobster, the lobster claw. Yeah. And my body was shaking and I was crying, just like releasing so many tears. And actually what's interesting, I didn't tell you this, but I had my breathwork session with you. And then later I, that same day I had a session with Courtney, Oh wow! <laughs> which is like how cool, you know, now where we are yeah, in life, Yeah. but wow, yeah. coming out of that, you helped me release emotions and things that I did not, I've been repressing for, you know, 30 years. So I met you in my 30th year. And it was really cool. And I thought, who is this woman? What is it about her? Why does she, her heart feels like mine. I couldn't get over it because you're so generous and kind and compassionate. And then we connected later. And then I, um, through this whole process, I had learned how to access the Akashic records and how to channel and all that. And for some reason, right, they're like, oh, they showed me a, a vision of you, but you weren't you how you looked in this life. It was you way back when they had the bubonic plague, basically, and the Black Death. And you and I, you were my mother. And I thought, oh, my God, this is why she feels so compelling to my heart. And the moment I remember actually feeling you and being in your physical presence and how I just literally we burst into tears and we just hugged and we didn't let each other go. And it's like, I've never experienced something like this with a quote unquote stranger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause we were, we, you know, carried on our virtual ro- romantic relationship, you know, in, in the DMS and stuff like that. And then when we finally, we've met in person twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and each time it was just like, it was like coming home. Mm-hmm. Like my daughters joke. Oh, they're like, Oh, is that your other daughter? <laughs> yes. I'm like, yes, yes. That is my, I mean, cause I, I was very open with them. I was like, y'all that this just happened. Like I met her and this is what I feel. And, and they of course support me and they're like, whatever. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, so you are like the big joke in the family, like, Oh, your other daughter, Ashley. Okay. <laughs> And it's so wild because there's very, very few people that I've ever been so intuitively drawn to. It's like a magnet with you. 
it's like I I love I'm just naturally compelled to be around your energy and to like you know and you said romantic relationship in the DMs we literally are the most supportive and it's like oh my god you launched this retreat that is amazing you sold it out. I'm so you launched a podcast and it's just like it's totally and completely unconditional love absolutely yes 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 I mean 100% unconditional love and I need you, I need everyone to understand like the word unconditional love. It's funny. My mom was just here and we were talking about just hearts and love and unconditional love. And, you know, and there's, she's like, but Vaughn, I do love, I was like, but mom, there are conditions around your love for yourself. Like, I need you to understand that. Like, you, you cannot unconditionally love anyone else if you're not willing to unconditionally love yourself. And, and that is the work is to learn to love yourself unconditionally. And it is the hardest thing, but learning to love yourself through that. And whenever you like fuck up, because we're all going to like, whenever you do that, like to still love yourself and be like, it's okay. It's okay, baby. We're, we're, we're going to get through this. It's okay. And that's, how I feel about myself and that's how I feel about you. And that is absolutely how I feel about every single human because I carry that for myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so that just went off a little tangent, but speaking of hearts and healing and unconditional love and guards that may be in the way you are a heart healer. So tell us about that. Oh my God. Thank you. I, I live and breathe this work and I've actually been training for it for my entire life, which is really exciting. And what that means is I've walked through a lot of pain and struggle and abuse and I've navigated infidelity and feeling stuck and lost in life and in my job and, and all of those things. And it's been the greatest gift of my lifetime is stepping into this work. And to backtrack, I actually, I'm master certified in like neuro-linguistic programming, which is working with your subconscious mind and um, a master life and mindset coach. And I have all of these tools and stuff and something hit me. And, and so I decided oh, something is off in my business. What is this? Like, why am I not connecting and doing the, the really, really deep work that I want to? So as one does, you find your healers and you, you know, reflect on what are the things that light you up. And I had a session with Courtney, actually, and Courtney basically said, you're so close, but you're not focused on the heart. And when she said that, everything clicked into place. It's like, oh, yeah, because everything I do is from the heart. How can I communicate from an open heart? How can I heal this wound in my heart that I've been carrying? How can I drop my walls? How can I let more people love me? How can I love myself more deeply? And so through my process of healing, and like you've been one of my greatest healers through our breathwork sessions is going to the depth of the pain that maybe I wasn't consciously aware of that's been in my heart. And so through this work now, I've I've worked with hundreds of people across the world healing from things like infidelity, navigating divorce, you know, childhood traumas that they've been repressing. And it's because your heart holds on to so much. And our world, our culture, our conditioning teaches you to block your heart, to guard your heart. Because 
unconditional love isn't safe. If we're too open, if we're too vulnerable, people could hurt us. But it's in our gift of vulnerability where we we let more love in. And that's that's actually how I think we're going to make the world a better, brighter place to be. How open-hearted can we be even in a world that isn't ready for it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the heart healing has been such a surprise component, you know, like I, I was always like the heart and love and, and the heart chakra, you know, but now that I'm so deep into the energetics of this work, I'm just like, it really is everything. It is the bridge. It is the bridge between our lower chakras, between our upper chakras. Like it is the, the bridge. It is the thing. And when we can lead with our heart first and foremost, then that is when you are living an aligned life because you are attracting everything that you are supposed to be like receiving. And you can only, you cannot receive if you are energetically blocked, you know? So, I mean, let's really get into the energetics of the heart because the left side is the receiving side and the right side is the giving side. And so often when I'm working with people, oh my gosh. And especially because I work so much on the physical aspect of people and I just am able to like go there so often I will be like all up in their right you know, right or left breast. And, and if someone is diagnosed with breast cancer or battling any kind of lumps or anything like that, I'm like, what side is it on? And how are you blocking yourself energetically from receiving or giving or, you know, wherever. So what, when you're working with your clients, what, how is that with you? Like Mm -hmm. the frequency of, of the heart? Oh my God. I also, while you were talking, I just had this epiphany It makes so much sense why we would meet each other in this lifetime, because if you think about it, not only like you said, your heart is the bridge, but it's the bridge between heaven and earth, right? The lower chakras, the upper chakras, the heart is right by the lungs and you need two things to be alive. You need the breath and you need your heartbeat. And this is where we work is finding the aliveness again. Wow. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I love us. Yeah, I love us. (laughs) Um, so your question around the energetics of the heart, what's really incredible from an earthly physical standpoint is that your heart electromagnetic field is literally the most powerful generated from your body. And I've learned through the heart math Institute and all my training is that your heart actually radiates an electromagnetic field three feet out from your body where your brain is radiating at about a foot. Wow. Yeah. And the heart also has 40,000 of its own neurons, its own brain, basically. And so what's really exciting is that your heart is actually picking up information out in the quantum field. Mm, Yes, 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 yes. And so when you're pulling on that information, what happens is it comes in, it's picking up on it, and then it filters it up to your brain and your brain has an ego Mm-hmm. And it has its own, mm-hmm. own filtration system. And if you've had past experiences, what your identity is. So it takes that pure information, sends it to your brain, and your brain filters it based on your physical being and your experiences, your ego, your fear, your blocks, whatever that is, your beliefs. And then that's actually 
you taking that information from what your brain filters and that's how you act or don't act. It's how your feelings come through. It's what your thoughts are telling you, your mental chatter, your mental chatter, all of that stuff. And it dictates like what you have in your life. So when I, when I help people and we go to the root causes of where their pain is, you know, maybe traumas they've picked up, where they're struggling, where they're suffering, where they're grieving, and we get to the root of where they've gotten that, we can lighten the load on their heart. We step more into your heart's intuition and your heart's voice so that you can actually take the information that excites you. And one of the things I wanted to tell people is your heart has its own language. And that's the language of love and curiosity and joy and passion and excitement. And when you feel those things, there's a reason. It's your heart telling you, follow this. This is your spirit telling you, follow this. There's something here. There's something here. There's something here. But what happens? Goes up to your brain and your brain has an ego and your ego yeah. only cares about keeping you alive. Yeah. Um, on that note, I'm just remembering also... Um, Heart disease is the number one killer of women mm -hmm. and everything that you just described of how our heart guides us and leads us. And when we do not let that energy move through us, then that means it gets stifled inside and it causes dis-ease in our heart. It is all connected. Mm -hmm. It is all connected that. And I think one of the, the greatest gifts of our lifetime is to remember that we are the ones who take our first and last breath. It's only us. And we create this idea that we have to be something for other people. And if we don't follow society's rules, we aren't going to have success or we're not going to be safe or we're going to be rejected, shamed, all of those things. But it's like, but what if you truly actually were your fullest expression of your energy and your spirit and you listen to your heart always and completely? And if you move through the world in that place by being a living example of love for yourself, and giving other people permission to do the same so that they are their own unique puzzle piece in the fabric that makes up our entire universe. Like each of our hearts are so special. They're so special, but we're taught to close it down. We're taught to live in suffering and pain because that's safety. It's what's known. But your heart is always saying, but we came to experience. We came to live and love and explore and create and dance in the magic of the cosmos. Like that's why we're here. So that's the invitation for every person who tunes into your energy or mine and they feel compelled to be here. It's like, what is it about us that you feel in your heart? Because there's a reason. And if there's something within us that sparks something in you, what is that and how can you follow it? Because it's love. And I know, I mean, if I had been listening to this conversation, I'd be like, but how? How do you heal your heart? And, and that is a, it's like the most simple thing ever, because really your heart wants to be vibrating at a higher frequency. It wants to be leading. And so then it's just like, well, how can you let down some of the guards? And, and, and then somebody might say, well, how do I let, how do I do that? And it's through conversations is through being honest with yourself. It's 
by going into the depths of yourself and just being really honest, like what, what am I still holding on to? What past hurt am I still holding on to that I, in my head have told myself that, oh, it's fine. I'm over it. But in my heart is literally still broken. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think I love that so much. It's conversations, but I think even deeper, it's conversations with people who can hold the space. As an example, my clients come to me because they feel safe to be in my energy. They know that they're not going to be judged with whatever. And so I've, and this is a trigger warning, but I've had many clients come to me who I, I am the first person they've ever told that they had cheated on their partner or that they were abused by their father or whatever that is. And the shame and the guilt and the fear that they have around that. And it's like, and I love you and I love you and you're so worthy of of love. And so being held in a space like that, and if you're willing, if you're wanting to start the journey, the gift you give yourself is your awareness of, I have this pain and I'd like to look at it. And it takes a lot of courage and bravery in a world that tells you to just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, but to sit with yourself and, you know, journaling is a really healing practice because you are actually connected to your subconscious mind. So when you're journaling, you connect from that place and you can ask your heart, heart, what do you wish to share with me today? Or why am I feeling this pain around whatever? And then just let yourself go there without trying to judge it or shape it. Just get it out on paper. And that's a really great way to start. That is, that's beautiful. And you're exactly right. Like you can't go talk to your mom or your bestie about your heartache because they're, they're your friend, you know, they're, they're going to be like, oh, it's okay. No, actually it's not okay. Like you're not okay. We need to go. We need to go there. Um, I want to go back to the receiving and giving parts of the heart. Um, because I feel like so many of us long for more, more love, more abundance, just, but it's all in your heart. Like you're not going to receive more abundance, like in your arm or your leg or your root chakra, like you're going to receive it in your heart. And if you are not open to receive, then that means you are not going to receive and, and really, truly working and healing with the heart is truly, it is absolutely the only way to become open to receive the more abundance and love, whatever it is that you desire. It all starts with your heart, because if you are blocked and guarded, then you are blocked and guarded. It doesn't matter if it's for, you know, a million dollars or for the love of your life or for a baby. Like it, it, you know, like it's all, it's, it's a block. It is guarded. Mm -hmm. I have this notion as someone who has been an overgiver and a people pleaser out of safety and a coping mechanism um, to be loved and to not be left and abandoned because I had an abandonment wound um, because of my childhood. And I feel like the more open you are and allowing yourself to investigate, where am I still not allowing myself to receive more love? It's kind of like when light goes through a prism and sends out like a rainbow. Some of us can only handle two out of the however many colors 
Some of us can handle colors we've never even seen or felt before, but we just receive it with the joy. And I think one of the things, actually, I had a mentor, her name's Melanie Ann Lair. She shared this really, really beautiful quote because it's human nature to want more. I mean, that's how we expanded the globe. It's how we discovered the, the stars, you know, it's because we desired more. Her belief is the journey of your lifetime is walking forward one foot in desire and one foot in gratitude. And I think gratitude really is the beginning of where you can allow yourself to receive more if you're willing to let yourself walk that journey. Yes, 100,000%. And I feel like gratitude gets a bad rap because it's like, write a gratitude journal. Well, because I was a victim of that. I was a victim, but I am grateful. I was I was grateful for my life. I really was. I had a, a, a good life and I was grateful for it. But I was grateful for it in my head. I was telling myself, I have a great life. I am grateful for my life. Look, I've got I'm, I've got a great massage therapy practice. My husband loves me. My children are healthy. I've got a home. I am so grateful. Dude, mm -mm. I was not grateful. I, I was grateful in my head. And there was a part of me that truly was. I, I was grateful for what I had. But I was also at the same time, I don't want to say the word resentful, but I feel like I was very resentful. Okay, I can say it. I was resentful that I was not living the life that I knew was possible for me. And I was mad at myself. I was mad at my husband. I was mad at my clients. I was mad at everybody else for the life that I had created. But I was secretly, you know, grateful slash not grateful for, you know? So it was like this, this thing that I think people get very confused with gratitude until you feel it in your heart. I mean, you got to feel that shit in your heart where you feel so grateful that your heart is about to explode. That's the gratitude that we're talking about, where it is busting out of you. And then the universe sees all that gratitude that is busting out of you. And then the universe is like, oh shit, she is so grateful. Let's give her more. Let's give her more, 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 more. And then all of a sudden, you're literally like, then you're really even more busting out of your chest because literally the expansion and the abundance in your life is beyond your comprehension. So it literally, it has to be in your heart. Going back to what you just said, it has to be in your heart. And it does start with gratitude because that begins to crack open those walls because the more that you, okay, so if you can just imagine your heart chakra right now, like the energy of your heart and it's the color green and there's some like, you know, heartaches and guards around there and blocks, gates, whatever, all the things that are around your heart. And then your heart begins to expand because you are so grateful for everything that, that is happening for you. And you're like, it's like literally bursting. And as that energy is expanding and bursting, it literally is like busting out of the cage it is your the cage is busted wide open you are no longer bound so yes thank you for for bringing that up because it is all about the gratitude but it has to be 
I mean, it has to be in that heart. And it can't just be writing it down on a piece of paper saying, I am grateful for my life. Uh-uh. This is, you got to feel it. You got to want to get out there and touch the ground and be like, oh my God, this ground is here to take all of my shit. I'm going to pour it all. And I'm going to give all of my pain, all of my tears, all of my woes into mother earth because I know she can handle it. Thank you. I am so grateful. I am so grateful to my divine team, even though I may feel very alone sometimes. I am so grateful because I know that they are there. Even though I don't always feel them, I know that they are there. And for that, I am really grateful. And then just shifting the perspective. I remember, and I know you just moved, you transitioned from your corporate world. When I was transitioning from my massage therapy practice into this work, I had to be grateful first for my massage therapy practice. I had to be like, I, I understand that I'm not happy here, but I also have to know that before I can move forward, I gotta be grateful for what I got. And then I started to really switch. And, and, and when my clients would sign up, I'd, I'd be like, oh my God, like this person really wants to spend time and money on me. Even though it was something I've been doing for 20 years, like I had to get back to that gratitude of it. So I would love to hear about your journey of transitioning from your corporate world into being an entrepreneur that heals hearts. Oh my God. I hope that everyone really dropped into what Vaughn just did there because you literally pulled me up into like the higher chakras and I could feel it because you're just channeling and you're just so present. And I believe that gratitude literally is in celebration and being present to the miracles of your life and everything is a miracle if you look at it from the perspective of your soul came here to gather as many experiences as possible so even if things are not serving you in a way how can you be gratitude for the fact that it is of actual service for you to show you is this where i want to be or do i want to take a step forward or laterally you know and i think because I've, I have many clients who come to me who want to go into business or they want to make more money in their career or they're not happy in their their job. And your, your gratitude, is, this is the invitation, is to be so grateful that you have abundance in that way. And one of the things that really helped me when I was bitter in my corporate job, because I was like, this is not it. I'm not making the impact that I want. I want to be free. I want to help people in a truly deeply profoundly way, but I'm in this job and I was really resentful of it. And then I had realized, well, actually <laughs> this job is, is literally making it so that my dream can happen. My job became my side hustle my dream was this business. And so I was so grateful that I actually changed the energetic dynamics around that job. And I looked at it and I was like, actually, I can have clients here. How can I be so fully here? What are the skills I want to sharpen here in this corporate job while they're keeping me in the apartment I pay rent for, filling my you know fridge with food? And that happened. Some of my very first clients came from that job. Wow. How grateful I am. And yeah. they still are with me, you know? It's like, yeah. oh my, thank you. And so another thing, um, because I had actually come from the nonprofit sector as a child, I wanted to make a difference every single day. 
So I needed to work a job and I thought that was nonprofit and, you know, it wasn't. And that's okay. I'm grateful because of the people I met and the experiences I got. So then I jumped into corporate and I had decided if I go to corporate, I'm terrified. I've heard of cubicles and it's poor lighting and everything's political and climbing the ladder and burning yourself out. And I decided I'm actually going to be the fullest expression of myself. I'm going to be as bright and vibrant and true to myself as possible. And I'm going to make a difference by being me in this role. And what did that mean? I had to be so fully in my heart. I held space when people wanted to come talk to me about whatever it is. I was so present with them. People who had never shared their dreams before wanted to get lunch with me because they had heard, oh my God, you're, you have a business? Can How did you do that? You know, and I was the inspiration that now some people literally left that job to go full time into business. Like I got to be a spark of light in their life. And and I know, right? And it's, it's always the invitation of how can I be more me? How can I be more of my heart? How can I be more loving? How can I be a living, breathing example of my heart? Mm. Because that's how we make the world better again, you know, like truly. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. I also want to talk about your new love, your, 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 your engagement, your heart, the journey of healing your own heart that has brought you to this moment of you finding your true love. Oh my God. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about this incredible man. So um, I have, I've primarily been in back-to-back monogamous long-term relationships. My first one was eight years. My second one was five. Through that time, um, specifically in my last relationship, I thought he was who I wanted to be with, but I was basically getting like crumbs. I wasn't getting the fullness of him. And actually he ended up uh, cheating on me for almost a year. And I took him back because I thought I was worthy of that. You know, I thought maybe I could change him or fix him, or maybe he finally saw the light in me mm-hmm. and, and he couldn't, but I'm very grateful for him because he walked me to my worthiness. He showed me exactly what I had to heal within myself as an example, people pleasing, overgiving. How could I be so accommodable, if that's even a word, and flexible and bending everything so that you feel loved? so that I can support you, but I wasn't met with that. So he walked me there, which I'm so grateful. And I walked him to unconditional love. I taught him, even if you screw up, you are still worthy of love. It just means that you can't be my partner because I now deserve a partner who would love me the way that I love. And so I had decided for two years, I wasn't going to be with anyone because I went from an eight-year relationship directly into a five-year relationship. I didn't, I didn't know. I just wanted to be loved and I wanted to give love. So I took two years to date myself to see what were the red flags that I actually missed in that relationship? What were the things, behaviors, and habits that I put up with because I was too afraid of speaking up for myself? And that journey showed me, oh, my mom was a people pleaser. My mom overgave. I did everything in my power to try to keep my dad happy. And I was like the eldest child. So how could I care about everyone else and make sure everyone else is happy? Because if they're happy, then I'm good. That meant what? I was a terrible receiver. Terrible. 
Because if I could keep giving and giving and giving, maybe you'll love me. Instead of, I love me, I'm going to hold myself in the highest regard. And I'm actually going to love myself so deeply that I am an energetic match for an incredible, profound love. And so after two years, my best friend was getting married in this man's barn. And this man now, his name is Nikolai. I vividly remember he was walking through the barn doors and it was like time slowed down. And I looked at him and I was like, oh my God, he is so handsome. And from that moment, he has been one, he, he is the greatest gift of my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, because I asked God, I was like, God, I just want to love that makes the world better. And he is that. He is the most kind and generous man. His heart feels like mine. He will go out of his way for people. Like he is the the wisest man I've ever met in my life. And he gives to me in the most beautiful ways. And so one of the things that was really exciting is my sister, Heather, won this trip. Well, she worked her ass off for this trip to Ireland. And so we went on a sister's trip. And then at the end of the trip, actually, Nikolai flew out to surprise me in the National Botanic Gardens of Ireland and proposed. And I took a few days to write this story of of his proposal because I wanted to write it in a way where every year I look back at it and I'm dropped into the, the moment. And the gift of doing that is that I had so many women message me and reach out to me and say, I didn't know you could be loved in that way. Mm. Mm. Ashley. And if I did not do all of the work on myself to love myself, to heal my wounds, to look at my shadows, my pain, my suffering, I would have pushed him away because of his generosity. I would have made him wrong for being so kind and so generous and so giving and so loving. But I did all of that work and I'm so glad I did because he makes me a better person. Yeah, that is the way that you share your heart and your ecstasy in regards to your love for each other is so inspiring. And, you know, I'd like to take a moment and acknowledge that there was a version of you that, you know, when your boyfriend, I mean, you were, you were with him for five years, you said, or my past. Yep. Yeah. So there was, there was a point where even when you realized he cheated on you, that in you, you were like, you took him back. You had every opportunity to stay with him. Like you so easily could have stayed with him because you had already invested so many years with him. Some of the best years of your life, supposedly, right? Mm -hmm. Like your sweet spot of your twenties. And I mean, that's a lot, that's precious time to devote to a relationship for it not to work out. So you had every freaking opportunity to be like, you know what? I'm just going to make this work. And you could have, and you probably could have lived a decent life living in that way, but you knew there was more and you honored that and you had the courage to get out of that. Even though it was, there was nothing easy about that. There was nothing easy about leaving someone that you had been with for that long in your twenties. It was comfortable. I'm sure 
did nothing easy and you did it. But this is what I feel like we do. We stay stuck in these loops of easy and comfortable. And because we do, we miss out on so much more. And that's why I am so passionate about this work that, that we offer because it's like the version of me seven years ago, like literally 43, I had my spiritual awakening thinking, Hey, I think I'm supposed to be doing something more like, wait, I, I, I feel, you know, like life is great. I mean, life was good. I never, life was not great. I thought it was great. I didn't know any better, but that's the thing. Like I didn't know any better, but I honored all the things that were pulsing through my body that were pulsing through my heart. And I said, okay, let's go there. And I kept saying, okay, let's go there. This is really hard. This is really, 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 really hard, but okay, let's go there. And I just kept going there. Just like you, you just kept going there. And we're all, I feel like so many of us are just in the thick of deep healing right now. And, and I, I mean, I feel like I was in the deep of thick healing five years ago, you know, but I mean, like it never ends. And there's so many new layers to be explored, but that's where this heart energy is so important because I truly lead with my heart. Like I lead with my heart and I know that no matter what, even if when, because it will shit hits the fan, I know that I can still, I'm still going to be okay. Like it's going to hurt and I'm going to go through the pains, but I know that through everything, I'm going to be leading with my heart and every decision that I make, it is only for unconditional love for myself and everyone else around. And what if we all did that going back to that? What if we all did that? Like that will be the thing that heals the world is when we all lead with our heart. And so I just want to honor you. I want to honor you for, for getting uncomfortable and for doing the hard work because for sure as hell, we would not be sitting here in front of our souls would not have been connected again in this lifetime. If you hadn't said yes, if I had, it took all of us saying yes. And here we are. We get to play, we get to dance, we get to do this together. And when I say we, I mean me and you, but I also mean every single person listening and every single person in this entire world. Like we all get to go through this together. Like no one is any different than the other. It's just like, what are you allowing to control you? Like what, what wounds and what pains are you allowing you to control your decisions of what you do next? I mean, that is a really, really powerful statement, especially when you look at the subconscious mind, because your subconscious mind has a threshold for safety and things will feel safe to you, even if they're unhealthy. And it's why we see women who continue to find and attract abusive partners, narcissists, all that. It's because it's what feels safe for them. And coming back to the heart energy that I believe to be true, and this is what I've seen in my work, and I wonder if you've seen the same. When you allow your vulnerability to play and you open your heart 
to whatever it is, if it's a dream, if it's a partnership, whatever that is, and it breaks your heart, if you actually heal your heart, your heart expands. And so I think your your heart expands when you allow yourself to look look at the pain and the suffering and the wounds with love and ask yourself, how did that serve me in whatever way? And you mend it with a lot of gratitude and continuing to open and open and open so that you can receive more. You may be more open to, to even more pain and also you're actually so resilient that if you can look at your pain, you can love it. You can transmute it into a higher frequency, but it's a willingness of having to sit with the heavy, dense emotions and the pain and the suffering and be like, what's here for me? Because I love you that know, word transmute. That that yeah. is one of my favorite words because that's all we're all we're doing. We, we have the ability to transmute. We we are alchemists, you know, like we we get to convert like lead into gold. Like we all have these powers to be able to transmute the density. Yeah. And I there's like two metaphors that I have, you know, one is seeds grow in darkness, right? But I was going through a particularly heavy time in my life and I was walking, which is one of my favorite ways to meditate and process. And I had this this download come through that was like, but Ashley, not all flowers bloom in daylight. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's beauty here too. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Like sometimes I feel like that, I mean, it, it kind of has to come from that place. You know, not all, not all beauty and light comes from that place, but, but the ones that you cherish the most come from that dark place because it was once it was so dark. And so now it's so beautiful. And you're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like you appreciate it so much more. Cause just like, Oh my God, like you were once so dark and, and, and heavy. And now you're just like this bright, beautiful flower. Like, Yes, I see you. I see you. I see you. That and our shadows shape our light. And when you know that and you're like, this experience is for me and it's literally going to turn into magic, I can't wait to see what happens. Especially because I get a lot of people who are on the verge or precipice of divorce or breakup. And it's like, Oh my, I love getting people there because to them, it's like, oh my God, I feel like I'm dying. This heartbreak is so terrible. And it's like, you don't even know what's on the way oh, though. Oh, I know. Right? Oh, it's so good. Holly, I just, wow. the This life that we get to live is just so mind-blowing. And I know before we press record, I was saying, I was like, you, you are to me like proof of, you know, and, and sometimes we need proof in, in this life that we're in the spiritual world that we are living in. We, we need proof. And, and I love, love it when things happen. And I'm like, this is proof that it really is so magical and multidimensional and like divinely orchestrated and, and like just all of it, you know, it's just, and so to me, you, you, when I met you and then you were able to 
confirm through the Akashic Records our relationship. And also there was like many other ones. It wasn't just that one lifetime. Like we were swingers, dancers together. Like we've been besties. And I mean, so we've lived many lifetimes together, but you to me are proof. I was like, yes, this, this I know is true. So you're proof to me that it really is that, that we do live lives together and that we get to carry on into these experiences into this lifetime, if we so are open to it and, and choose it and say yes. And so for that, I just thank you. Thank you for being proof to me. My God, thank you for having an open heart and being willing to look through that lens because I can also hear people rolling their eyes and being skeptical and being like, okay, the Akashic Records. And it's like, but at the end of the day, how do I feel? What feels like truth to me? Your heart feels like truth to me. And to be able to be in this lifetime and to both be healers and to both have podcasts and to both be expressions of love in the way we're meant to, it's just like so exciting and what's possible. Yes. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we get to believe whatever the heck we want to believe. And, mm-hmm. and I, and I, I, I choose this because this is so much more fun and expansive and magical. And this is the world and the belief that I want to play in. So if you want to play with me, come on, <laughs> if not, then bye. But I, you know, but that's the thing. I don't think, I think most people listening are, are, you know, even if they question it, they're here. So they, they already know, you know, now it's just them coming around to like, Oh, I wonder who maybe I am not, you know, like who I'm connected to that. I'm not seeing it in that realm that I'm not open to receive that level of, um, history and, and soul connection that I have with this person, you know? Yeah. So good. I mean, and we are conditioned to see, to believe, if we don't see it, then it's not real. But you right. learned today that your heart is literally picking up information in the quantum field before your brain can process it. Yeah. And and we're not, I mean, when you say that, this is like a scientific fact, like your heart. So she's not just like blowing smoke out over here. Like this is a scientific fact that your heart radiates three times the higher frequency than your brain, than any other thinking thing in your body. So the heart, this is real. This is real, real, real stuff. This is not woo-woo. This is scientific facts. So that's exciting that we're that we get to have these scientific facts, right? And that we get we get to have that proof. So, all right. So you do have a podcast and it's amazing. Kill your heart. Right? And that heal your heart. Oh, sorry. You yeah. actually froze in your excitement and your energy. Literally. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's called the Free Your Heart podcast. Free Your Heart, yeah. Yeah, and Vaughn was episode 10, I believe, on mine. And it's really, really delicious episode if you feel called to going back because it's very fun. That was a really good conversation, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also have your own private group. Tell everyone about that. Oh my God, thank you so much. So I have known... I've been in many, many, many communities since I started my business. And 
I liked bits and pieces of it, but it wasn't the the home base that I wanted. So I decided to create it. So my membership is called Devotion and it's all around um, healing your heart and community. And so I have literally a year's worth of lessons that you can take at your own pace. And it's a year long because we are here for a sustainable change right? And you're also held in a community with people like me and people bring their wisdom and their magic and their pain and their suffering and their insight and their guidance. And it is literally the greatest offering of my soul. And I have a soul contract to this offering. So I'm really proud. And so if you feel called to my energy, I invite you to, you know, maybe listen to my podcast to catch a vibe or hang out with me on Instagram. My handle is ashley.mondor. And then feel into it because the people who stay and actually go through the transformational process, people who were a year ago going through divorce and and heartbroken and now have met the loves of their lives in one year or have gone full-time in their business or have made more money in their career, it's because they stay for the year. You don't have to. You can come and go as you please. But if you feel called to my energy, most people come and stay because they want to play and they want to go deeper and they want to experience actual magic in their physical reality. And so it would be an honor to serve as your guide if you feel called. Oh my gosh. What an offering. What I know I love. And speaking of Instagram, like you, you have to go check her out on Instagram because her stories, like you will just fall in love with her <laughs> because she shares so just your energy is so infectious. Like literally I could just like go, sometimes I will go to your story to be like, what's Ashley up to today? Because I know she will make me, you know, feel, feel really good, feel better about myself and just your energy is so amazing. So that's um, what I do to you. (laughs) That is what you do to me. No, that's, that's literally like, if I'm having a down day, I'll go see what's on your stories because we can't all be lighthouses, right? Every day. Sometimes we just have to rest and sometimes I just rest in your light. So thank you for being that for me. Well, thank you. We, we are that for each other. And I'm so, so grateful. Um, what, what is on your heart? Like, what is the, what is something like final words that you just are really so passionate about sharing in this moment? I'm going to take a breath in. I wonder what it would be like for people to actually step into their worthiness and to own the profound gift that they are on the planet at this time, because The thing about being here and now in the present moment is that it's very, very hard to be a human. And earth school is very dense. It is hard to be energy and physical matter and to move through time and space and to have restrictions and limitations and everything that we place on ourselves that tells tells us that, you know, we don't know enough. We're not smart enough. We can't have the things that we desire. It's too hard. I can't. I won't. But what if actually you took a breath into your heart? And you took a moment and you dropped in and it's like, what do I want? What do I want to experience? Who do I have to be to experience those things? How can I be more of me, more more of an expression of the God-given gift that we are as a fractal of God, literally as a ray of magic? How can we move through the world in that way, knowing that we're here on purpose with a purpose, to be our purpose, which is to be us? Like, we're so special and people are taught to believe that it's not the case but because we have what billions of people on the planet, but oh my God, we need them and we need you. 
And we need your real truth and your raw expression and the freest, most loving, most compassionate, most creative version of you. And maybe not every day you feel that way, but if you did that more often and you took more steps towards that and you listened to your heart and you followed that calling and you did it with reckless abandon, what would happen? How exciting, how divine. So thank you for being on the planet with me. Thank you for the work that you do on yourself. Thank you for being an expression of love on the planet at this time because of how we're literally changing the world together. It is an honor. So thank you, Vaughn. I love you. I love you so much. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you everyone for listening until the end here. And please go give Ashley some love. And we are just so grateful that you were here with us. So we'll talk to you soon. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Von Piero and say hello. Talk to you soon.